Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group, and I'm here with Bert Rankin. We need to move beyond username and password, so we want to increase security, but we also don't want to in any way impede the user experience. Is this something that you see organizations buying into? Uh, that's absolutely correct, uh, Tracy. So we've seen that in the marketplaces that we've historically worked in, which are uh, e-commerce and financial services, they, they actually have been struggling with this challenge for many years. So as you look at what as you look at the solutions that they've implemented, uh, they, they have to absolutely make sure that they are not losing revenue or that they are not driving away customers uh, due to security measures that are uh, too onerous and uh, introduce too much friction in the process. So now, one of the things that's uh, happened very rapidly is that in the enterprise space, enterprises are beginning to understand that they too have a problem uh, with authenticating users. And if they're going to be successful in, in the age of BYOD and some of the other major trends that are happening in the marketplace, they need to implement exactly the same types of context-based security measures that we've been working with uh, in the financial services market and e-commerce market for years. So we're beginning to see a lot of interest in augmenting uh, username and password as a way to protect employee access with context-based authentication solutions that provide significantly better security. So authentication obviously has posed challenges for security, but I think oftentimes we have thought about that as being authentication of the consumer or the end user, right. but you're actually saying that it really is playing in with authentication of your own employees. That's right. So actually it's, it's a little bit broader than that. So you have, to think of, you have to think of your entire workforce. So you have employees, you have contractors, uh, you have different vendors who all have access to systems that you're running, and those systems are protecting very sensitive data. So you need to be able to understand whether the, the individual logging in is really part of your workforce or is a hacker trying to gain access to your system. And that's the type of security that we provide for online applications. Now, Bert, Threat Metrics recently conducted some research that exposed failures in out-of-band authentication, and we've talked about out-of-band authentication as really, you know, something that uh, was going to help authentication, but really it doesn't seem to be helping because of a poor user experience. And, that, and that's exactly the point. So the way that most organizations immediately think about protecting their online applications is that they say, well, I've got my username and password. The next step is that I'm going to implement an out-of-band authentication. Uh, so what ends up happening there is much like uh, if you are challenged with out-of-band authentication uh, for your online banking, is that you end up getting frustrated uh, and you end up abandoning the process. As a matter of fact, uh, we're working with um, a very large customer of ours who has implemented out-of-band authentication, and they're finding that 37% of the time that they issue an out-of-band authentication call that the user simply abandons the process. Um, and it isn't that all of these users are hackers. It's the majority, the vast majority of the users end up being employees who are trying to gain access to the, to the application, but they end up being frustrated, confused, don't have their smartphone with them at the time. And as a result, uh, they end up reducing productivity when what they were trying to do was really provide better security. Right, that's a good point. And going back to talk about employees, you know, this whole notion of bring your own device or BYOD um, has really posed some challenges for IT and, and security teams within organizations because when people bring their own devices, these employees really begin to look more like customers. That, that's absolutely correct. So as soon as as soon as you have employees who are self-provisioning and are traveling around the country, around the world, and being able to access an online application that's guarding sensitive data, uh, that 
that employee or that member of your workforce begins to take on exactly the same characteristics that a customer has for a bank. And as a result, that's why the solutions that we're offering in terms of context-based authentication end up being so powerful, because it really provides this uh, insight into whether or not this is a high-risk, uh, likely a high-risk transaction, a high-risk login. It allows the organization to terminate that uh, login if it turns out that uh, they have found, we have found anomalies uh, in either the device that they're using, the way that they're communicating, whether there's malware on the device, uh, or whether the username and password seems to be part of a, a scripted attack. Um, so it ends up being particularly important that you validate, yes, it is a member of your workforce, and uh, that's, that's the kind of solution that uh, we've been offering for years. And then, Bert, something else that you talked about earlier is some of the vulnerabilities that come to light with single sign-on. Of course, again, this goes back to convenience versus security, and single sign-on is very convenient, but it is very risky. Right, and the, so the challenge with single sign-on is that uh, it, it's a phenomenal mechanism for allowing employees to access uh, applications that are either uh, available in the cloud or available through uh, internal development, and it consolidates that one single point of, uh, of uh, logging in. However, the vulnerability is that it is a single point of failure, and if your user credentials are compromised, then I've now given a hacker access to a wide range of applications. So, to the extent that single sign-on provides federated identities, what Threat Metrics provides is federated trust. So when you put those two together, uh, now you now you have guaranteed that you really are engaging with a member of your workforce, and then you allow them uh, simplified access to all of the applications that they need in order to do their job. Bert, I want to thank you again for your time this morning. Thanks a lot. It was a pleasure being here. Again, we've just heard from Bert Rankin of Threat Metrics. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.